Lose the Cape podcast, episode 156. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, host of the Lose the Cape podcast for moms who want to make a difference in the world. Welcome to the show. We have made it to October and wow, is October a big month in terms of awareness and um, this year for women's stuff, right? If you've been following, how could you not be following any of the Cavana stuff? There's a lot happening um, in respect to what's happening with women and women's rights and, um, you know, all kinds of great stuff that I really don't feel like getting into today. We are talking about it in our blog and on our Facebook page. If you want to get involved in the discussion, head on over there today is Friday, October 5th, and the vote actually happens in about 40 minutes. Um, I'm planning on going live on the Facebook page as we watch the vote and discuss with people to see what happens and how people feel about it. I remain hopeful that things can change until they prove to me that there's no reason for hope and that we have to get more involved and more active on this topic. But, um, you know, it's interesting because talking about politics leads me to talk about something else that is really passionate, that I'm really passionate about and really concerned about. And that is the fact that women are so divided. Um, it really, for lack of better expression, hurts my feelings to see a woman choose a man's side over a woman's side. And it's been really interesting just kind of observing some of the discussions that have been going on. I haven't had the time or the energy or the emotional like bandwidth really to get involved in some of these conversations, but I've watched as kind of like a fly on the wall as I've seen conversations go down with people. And it's it's interesting to watch women who continue to stand up for the man, who continue to um, go against the woman. And I did make one comment one time and people got really mad at me. And I thought it was super interesting because my comment was simply, what if she's not lying? Why, why do we jump? Why do some people jump to the conclusion that she's lying right away instead of saying, what if she wasn't lying? The small amount of testimony that I watched showed her to be a very credible witness. And let me tell you, you don't put yourself on the stage like that and in front of that situation unless you're telling the truth, especially a woman in her position and status in life. It's not like she's some, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to insult a woman by throwing out names, but it's not like there's any indication to to feel like she might be somebody who's being paid to do this or that, you know, all kinds of things. Uh, anyway, I don't need to get into the details of it, but the the comment that I made was, what if she's not lying? And why are people, and the stats, by the way, if you go out and look at the statistics behind the amount of people who falsely accuse versus the amount of times that people get away with it, like, it's like two out of 100 cases where someone is falsely accused, two. So it's not like there's a huge precedence for women coming out and and lying about these types of things. And by the way, she's receiving death threats. She's been, I mean, nobody would do that just for the sake of 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 doing it, you know? So but I got hammered by people by uh, calling me names, telling me um I, I mean, uh, I was very surprised and I was so like vanilla in my question. I was just like, what if she is not lying? 
do we really want to, because we're not talking about hiring somebody into a, a normal job. We're talking about a lifetime appointment to a position from which this person can never be fired. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Put politics aside. Just step on back and say, if there is any chance that she is telling the truth, don't we want to investigate that? Don't we? I don't give a shit which side of the aisle he falls on. I could care less about that at this point in time. It does happen that I don't, I'm not politically on the same uh, page as them most of the time. However, I'm an independent. I'm not one of those people who's like solidly one side or the other. I voted for John McCain the first time um, he ran. So, you know, whatever. Give me a little bit of credibility here that it's not just a R versus D thing from my side. Um, I'm only half joking there. But the reality is like, if there is any chance as women, we must say This is not okay. It is not okay for a man to go into a position that is of this much authority and power. They have the ability to change laws, to reverse laws, to enact laws, to do all of these things, and he can never be fired. It's important. It's important to step back and say, we deserve as a society to make sure that there is no doubt. And you know what? Clarence Thomas didn't suffer a bit from the accusations that came forward professionally. He may have suffered on a personal level and that's completely different, but he still made it through. Like everyone's like, well, you've ruined this man's life. No, we've only, we, I'm not even part of this, but his life has only been ruined if they find the accusations, if they find truth. And then you know what? If what she's saying is true about his actions and the other women that have come forward, I don't give a crap if his life is ruined because all those women's lives were ruined a long time ago and nobody cared about them. If they find that the accusations are false or there's not enough information to prove, you know what? He's going to get confirmed and his life is fine. There will never, you know, people talk about Clarence Thomas, but he's still sitting on the bench. He's still ruling away and there has been no repercussion to him. So let's for a moment just pretend that we don't care about the man's career if he's guilty. And let's for a moment just pretend that we can all say we want to make sure that women are not put into a position where they are shamed or um, told that they cannot report. Okay. I didn't even intend on talking about this today. I wanted to come in and talk about something that's always on my heart, which is Pregnancy and Infant Lost Awareness Month in October. But I feel like this topic is so important to us right now that I did want to just go ahead and and share a few minutes, my thoughts on it. Because the reason I'm so fired up about this this morning, if anyone's still hanging on and listening, the reason I'm so fired up is because Um, I'm really tired of, I'm really tired of seeing the animosity between people based over their political affiliation. It's really, really, really stupid. It's really stupid to stand behind a political party over what is right and wrong and best for people as a whole. It just is. It just is. I I don't want to be having 
arguments with people that I care about over whether or not they're a voting Republican or Democrat. Who cares? Take a step back. Let's look at the issues. Let's talk about how this impacts us as people, as people, as women, as mothers, as children, as citizens. And at the end of the day, if we really, really take a step back and look at what is happening, our R's and D's, 90% 90% of them are not given a crap about you and me at the at the personal level. They are worried about staying in control, staying in power, doing what's going to bring them the most money and give them the most clout. And that's it. That's it, y'all. That's it. And when we as society can come behind each other and realize that they are not I I use they. There are some people that are really fighting hard for the American people. And those are the people we should be standing up behind and saying, thank you so much for what you are doing to fight for the little people. Because, I mean, I'm just throwing a stat out there. I would guess it's as high as 80%. But who knows? I haven't run the numbers. I'm not a statistician. I'm not following their, all their votes and everything. The majority of them are doing what is in their best interest not in ours, not in ours. So why are we tearing each other apart? Why? Why? Why aren't we banding together and saying, you know what, there are more things that bring us together than there are that tear us apart. Where are we common? How can we find ways to get on the bandwagon to, um, to make sure that things are, are, are moving in the right direction for us? A controversial issue, for example, like gun control. Yes, I know gun control is not the politically correct term because it just evokes all these emotions and blah, 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 bullshit. Let's be real. We are moms. We want to protect our children. Is it in our best interest at the just straight up? Is it in our best interest for teachers to have guns? Is it in our children's best interest for teachers to have guns? I'm not asking for a real answer here. I'm just throwing out a a situation where I think that if we just boiled it down to not D versus R, but moms sitting around talking about what we really want for our children and what really makes sense, um, is it really in our best interest to shut down efforts to make um, the worst of the worst uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on all the terminology here, but like the, the the high capacity rounds, for example, there's no hunter that needs a high capacity round thing. Bambi needs one shot, one good shot, maybe two, not 140 rounds pumped into its chest at one time, unless you plan on doing nothing but just seeing how far you can make blood spatter. Sorry for that visual. You know, so if we could just like back the freak up and say, you know what, why are these topics of interest? Where do we come together? Where are we on common ground? And I know this isn't a popular stance. I know that people, some people would just rather argue, but we can talk about politics and we can come from very different perspectives and still talk about it in a respectful manner. And I know this to be true because I've done it before, not usually in the United States, to be quite honest. Usually my best conversations with people where it's non-confrontational come in 
foreign environments where there's people of a lot of different backgrounds and we are just asking each other questions and trying to learn about each other and trying to understand why we feel the way that we feel. And you know what? Every one of those conversations, some of them don't change my mind on how I feel on a topic. Others have had very influential um, outcomes on me or just knowing it's fear. It's fear of the unknown that often brings on anger. All right. That's all I'm really going to say on this topic. I just, this is really important to me to try and, and foster an environment where we as moms can say, and we as women can say, you know what, getting down to the root of the issue and finding out what is best for us as mothers, as parents, as 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 women, as people is best for us. Not which party is best for us, not which person, elected person is coolest, not whatever, but what really impacts us the most and taking it beyond just the political BS that happens. I love politics. I love a good debate on politics, but I like to debate. I don't like name calling. I don't like being made to feel less because of my views. And I really don't want to make anyone else feel that way either. And it's hard sometimes. I know it's hard. There are certain issues. I really struggle understanding how anybody can see it from a different perspective. I really do. But I try. I try. And I try not to make people feel like they're stupid for believing something different. And today I got my feelings a little bit hurt because I, and I'm a very sensitive person. So that happens a lot. I'll just own up to that. But a girlfriend of mine who we don't see eye to eye on any political issue ever, and we don't usually talk about politics because we know this, and she's a dear friend of mine, and I don't want to lose her as a friend over something silly like our disagreement, especially because the two of us aren't going to like, because we disagree on a subject, like it's not going to change the world by us like convincing the other one to go, you know, you know, anyway, like, I'm not going to lose her over some silly, silly topics that she believes her way on. And I believe my way on. But she posted something today about term limits. And it was very appropriate. It was like she was agreeing that there need to be term limits. And I just I jokingly said, Oh, my gosh, we totally agree on something. This is wonderful. Yes, this is so important. And we need to ensure that stuff like this happens. And you know, the response could have been, yay, we agree, we're making progress or anything or a heart or anything. But no, the response was, yes, we agree on something. I don't hold, I still love you, even though you have those lib, what did she say? Some, some, even though you, ha- you carry those crazy liberal values or something along those lines, I can't quote it exactly. But my feelings were really hurt by that comment. I was I wanted to reply something along the lines of, I didn't insult your beliefs. Why would you insult mine? But I didn't go there. I just said, I replied something like, I took a very passive aggressive, you know, whatever. I was like, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with me for the way that I believe is basically what, what I said. And I know that was a very passive aggressive, like, shame on you type thing. And maybe I shouldn't have replied at all. But I felt like at some point in time, it's also important for us to tell people, your words are hurting me. And I saw somebody make a post the other day, and I thought it was a great post. She said, 
when you're posting these angry things, all the us versus them, it wasn't directed at me, it was a general Facebook post, but but I heard her words. When you're doing an us versus them, or when you say something, and I have made a statement about all the crazy old white men, or the, the, the racist white men in power, or whatever, which, you know, is true. Her point was, um, uh, her point was true, not my statement was true. Her point was that we all have people in our lives that fit those categories, whatever those categories are. So every time you're making a blanket statement that's us versus them or that's negative against somebody else, you're hurting someone who's reading it. And I thought, you know what, that's such a good point. And I, I reflect upon something that my um, that one of my supervisors told me one time, I, I am very passionate and I would get so angry and so fired up when our leadership, when I worked in Homeland Security, when our leadership would make a decision that I thought was the wrong decision. And I thought based on the knowledge that I had or information that I had collected and what we were trying to achieve, I couldn't understand where they came from. And I used to get fired up like a hornet and be like, I cannot believe they're blah, 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 blah. Might surprise you, right? Um, And I remember my supervisor telling me now she was five years younger than me but wise beyond her years very southern very calm always calm always calm even when she was upset like to see her raise her voice meant the world was about to end look out and she looked at me one day and she said Alexa honey I don't know if she actually called me honey but that makes the southern accent sound even better she said you always attract more flies with vinegar with uh, I messed that all up you always attract more flies with honey than vinegar you always attract more flies with honey than vinegar now some of you might say what in the hell does that mean <laughs> and the point is if you're trying to 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 kill the flies to get rid of the flies you're gonna get them to come to you so you can do whatever you're trying to do with them with something sweet rather than something acid and nasty like they're not gonna they're not gonna come you're not gonna be able to trap them with vinegar and the bigger point is that kindness and calmness goes so much farther than anger and what because you know you've been angry at somebody before or in a discussion where as soon as they start getting ugly you shut down you either shut down you're no longer listening to them or you're so fired up with what you want to say back to them that you can't hear anymore. And it's so true. You attract more flies with honey than vinegar. And I'm trying to live by that because what I want to do is to change the conversation, to bring more people to the conversation, not to make people feel like, their voice doesn't matter or that they are being ridiculed for what they feel or anything on those lines, okay? And that's why we made the um, the guide, the guide that's coming out, the Lose the Cape Mom's Guide to Becoming Politically and Socially Engaged and Raising Tiny Activists. That's why on the front cover, if you've seen it, it's got like very, very vanilla, like they're all holding signs like save the whales and more money for teachers. And although that one is still apparently a controversial topic, I did not realize it was until I posted something the other day. And lo and behold, there are some strong uh, opinions on that topic too. But we tried to make it super like, it's not political in terms of what you believe. It's, it's having conversations. It's showing up. It's being part of the process. It's, 
teaching your children that it's important to be part of the process, etc. So holy moly, I went 20 minutes on this topic and I really didn't even have it on my agenda to talk about it. But sometimes we just got to go where the heart leads us, right? Well, where my heart also leads me in October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. Um, Anybody who's been following the show for a while knows that we lost our daughter at two days old. And that's where all of this crazy journey for me began in terms of blogging and writing and podcasting and all of those things. And um, October 15th is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day. Um, Over this month, we're going to have a couple of interviews with moms who have lost their babies as well and talk about the topic and and hope to provide some um, hope and encouragement for anyone who has suffered a miscarriage or loss uh, and is grieving or has ever been through it. Because I can tell you seven years later, like there are still things that knock me off my feet some days. Like we were at Um, So my daughters were identical twins and they were born 10 weeks early. One of them lived two days. The other spent 12 weeks in the NICU but is now a healthy, healthy, almost seven-year-old little girl. And she's just a firecracker. But we were out looking for new furniture um, the other day and she stood in front of a mirror and she said, look, mom, there's two of me. And she was looking at her reflection and like my heart just almost stopped in the moment. Like it's moments like that that just seize me up. And I was just overwhelmed by the thought that, well, there should have been two of you. And it really like, it was a hard moment. So um, one of the things that I want to talk about this month is compassion and empathy for the grieving mother and to realize that there is no set timeline on grief. And that if someone is giving you a hard time about your grieving process and timeline, that they may not be someone that you need to be around until you are ready to handle that. Um, You know, but also want to say that if you're super, if you're struggling super hard, please reach out for help. I, um, I did, I asked for medical help. Um, I knew that I was going to need some assistance and I went on antidepressants for almost five years or was it three I don't remember I think it was closer to three before I was finally ready to say okay I'm ready to do this on my own and there's no shame in that there is no shame in needing help whether it's through counseling which I also did I also attended grief support groups and I took my medicine every day and it was necessary and it helped me function And I had three other children that needed me to be a functioning mother. So don't forget that in order to take care of those who need you to take care of them, like your children, you have to take care of yourself first. So we're going to have some interviews this month that talk about that. Um, Also, we have some great interviews coming up related to the topic of activism and um and getting involved on the political and social environment, I think most women are starting to realize that we have to be involved. We have to be taking a part in the process. So I'm excited about that. It's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we cannot pass through October without talking about that. My mother-in-law is a two-time survivor. My aunt is a two-time survivor. Another aunt just 
um, is finally in the clear. We're going to talk to Jen Rosenbaum this month, who is a wonderful advocate for women going through breast cancer. She runs the site Shamelessly Feminine, and uh, she's going to be a great guest to have on as well. We haven't decided about book club this month. The jury is out. We have so much stuff going on, and um, we haven't noticed that the book club is really, really like taken off as um, something that people are like, yes, we need to have it. So um, there's that. Next week on October 10th, the Inspired Parents Summit starts. There will be a link in the show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 156 where you can get registration information. This is a great summit with lots of experts talking about um, the different aspects of, of helping you, whether you have an angry child and you're trying to figure out how to help that child, um, whether you want to hear more about getting involved and using your voice, um, which is something that we're talking about, that I'm talking about on the podcast. Um, you got Laura Lyles Reagan, who's talking about communication with your with your teens and how to build that that relationship with them. So lots of great stuff coming up on this summit. I highly encourage you to head on over and um, and register for this inspired summit. Um, if you can't find it on the website, we'll be posting on our Facebook page. We'll be posting on Instagram, all the places. So I encourage you. It's a free summit. There's going to be so much great information coming out of it. And if you feel like you're just at a place where you need some inspiration as a parent, where you're feeling like you have no more energy, if your bucket needs to be filled, as my friend, as my daughter's best friend often says, when she's feeling down, I need my bucket filled. Um, it may be, it will be a great resource for you over the course of the week of just wonderful parenting, um, presentations. So there's a lot going on, a lot going on, and I invite you to be a part of the conversation. Um, as you may have noticed, if you've been listening these last few episodes, we are shifting from being a place of lots of entrepreneurship advice and how to raise your family and your business at the same time and moving really more into the conversation of real women, real moms, real issues, supporting each other through those, using our voice, getting more involved, being a part of the discussion and with the theme of how we can do that to better our world so that we as women and we as mothers create a better environment for our children. And that's the goal at the end of the day. And we want people of all backgrounds and all opinions and all beliefs to be a part of the discussion. Because until we as women realize that we are, our issues are intersectional, that when you, when you work on fixing one, um, when you support other um, minority groups within the, the over broad umbrella of being women as a minority, like we all improve. Everything gets better. Everything gets better when we improve all of these issues. So we're excited about our new direction. I hope you're excited about it too. And um, if you enjoy this podcast, we hope that you will share it or hop on over and leave a review on iTunes so that we can ratchet on up in the ratings and more people can find us and join the discussion with us. So have a wonderful, wonderful first week of October. I cannot believe it's already October. It's still so hot where I live, but, you know, we're getting there. And um, please join us wherever you can find us, Facebook, Instagram, on the podcast, on the blog, wherever you want to, and and join the conversation. We really, really, really welcome your input. Um, 
unless it's ugly. And the last place I would tell you that you can come, and by that, I just, I don't mean differing from ours. There are totally lots of ways that you can have a differing opinion and still be kind in your approach, um, or at least not unkind, you know? We do have your mom squad on Facebook, which is a private group where moms who want to discuss things like this can join us. The link to that, I'm I'm not sure if it's a secret group. You can search your mom squad on Facebook. Um, if you can't find it, that means we have it set at secret. Uh, but you can find the direct link to it on our Facebook page. I mean, not on not on our face. Yeah, on our Facebook page too. But at the show notes, losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash one five six. And just finally, we are um, ramping down the opportunities now to join our lose the cape holiday gift guide. We're going to be doing an entire podcast just to this gift guide and talking about the items in it. So if you have a product or service that you would like to get in front of our entire community, our sponsorship rates are super low. You can head over to the website and check that out. It's on the main banner on the main page or again at lose forward slash podcast forward slash 156. The information will be in there as well. Thanks so much for listening to me ramble on and on about what is happening right now. And um, I look forward to engaging with you all because I think we are at a really exciting time for women, a really exciting time. And I think we're going to see some mega changes. And I'm just really happy to see those things happening and excited to be part of the discussion. Have a great, great day.